You're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Activia. Activia offers a range of yogurts that help support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. Hello and welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry. Folks, this Sunday, bright and early, some 20,000 runners will take to the streets of the capital for the Dublin City Marathon. People from all over the country and all over the world will be running the streets of Dublin. Running is a bug. And one of those who's caught that bug is the Irish Independent's own group head of visuals in Media House, Dave Conachie, who's chasing the running Everest of a sub three hour marathon. I'm delighted to be joined by both Dave and his trainer, no pressure now, Irish Olympian and former winner of the London, Berlin and Amsterdam marathons, Katrina McKiernan. Welcome to studio, the pair of you. How are we all? Oh, good, Carl. Three hour goal. We're going to start there. How how has this year gone for you? That's a big, big number and a big target to achieve. It is a big goal and this year went really, really, really well. And uh, I suppose we, we take it back to 2016 when I first ran Dublin. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I was lucky enough to be introduced to marathon running through a guy in Dunlear called David Carey, who had a fantastic group with fantastic people called Team Carey. And he was able to motivate people to do the marathon. It was something I didn't actually think I'd be able to do. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a goal of mine at all, you know. And uh, after I did that first marathon in 2016, Dublin, you know, the feeling when I crossed that line in Main Street, it was just incredible. I just, you know, I remember back thinking, my God, I was 3.45 at the time and I thought I was just, I broke the four hours, you know. That was the that was the big goal back then. I thought, Which if I for could, a first marathon, is, yeah. it took me six marathons to break four. So to break it in your first <laughs> go was very impressive. Yeah, well, it was, it was, it, I just, it was an incredible personal achievement for me and it just introduced me to the whole world of distance running and the love of distance running that I've developed over the years, you know. And uh, as the years went on and, I was lucky enough to do Madrid and London, uh, Chicago and Boston. Um, you know, the appetite for breaking that holy grail of three hours really both sort of bit me. And, uh, you know, I really touched it in Chicago last year with 52 seconds to spare. And I thought that I needed a little bit of extra help and... Katrina's a good friend of mine and we know each other a long time and uh, I asked her for a bit of help. And She strikes me as a, a tough taskmaster. She is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can put me in my place. So you, you reached out for help. Katrina came on board mm-hmm. and then this year was, was the... This year was the the race. Berlin was the race you were targeting. Berlin was the, was the goal, you know, and we focused our training plan. We first of all sort of, you know, I suppose the heart rate was important this year. Like we got a heart rate test and we established my uh, heart rate bands, you know, yep. different intervals to where I could sort of then develop the training and Katrina came up with the training plan. And we So that was the that big way. step for you, was it? From where you were, say, last year to when Katrina came on board, yeah. things got a bit more analysed, a bit more scientific, Absolutely. And a bit more structured on based sort of on really, real numbers. We really focused, I'd say you'd agree, with sort of how I was and, you know, how I was fit to train and how the body reacted to the different training schedules and we would have adapted as we went, wouldn't we? Yeah, so, yeah, and look, David asked me to help him out and I like challenges. <laughs> so um, the first thing I wanted to do was find out what different heart rate zones David should train at because that's the way I trained and it's the only way I know really. So 
uh, we had the three heart, but we got tested with Bernard Dunn. And it was great. I went in the day that uh, David was getting tested and he certainly hadn't changed anything from <laughs> back 20 plus years ago when I was getting tested on the treadmill. And, uh, you know, I suppose from the offset, it was all a bit of fun and but serious at the same time. And we had the goal set and we wanted to achieve that. So we, and how do you find it, you know, coming from an elite background to working with, for one, albeit someone training for sub three, but a normal person? Do you find that challenging? Um, I, it was interesting. Maybe <laughs> we, we'll say more so than challenging. Uh, David was great to work with. Uh, he just couldn't get enough of running. And my thing was to hold him back more so than put more pressure on him. And we meet twice a week in the Phoenix Park and I had the plan and he followed that to a T. Um, the possibly of all of, it was maybe over a period of five, six months. Uh, there was only one morning that I remember the session didn't go to plan. We just had to, he, David was tired that morning, but everything else went really, really smoothly. And... Um, then I suppose the tri- the taper went really well. And, you know, as I said, he did everything that he was supposed to do. And look, it's not easy because he has a long commute and for work and, you know, he takes his work serious and is very committed to his work. So, you know, we were meeting at half eight, eight o'clock uh, in the Phoenix Park. And then he had to go in and, you know, train for the couple of hours, did what he had to do and then had to go in and do a full day's work. So... You know, and for he, people listening in who are, you know, maybe training for Dublin or for other marathons, it is quite common that people get kind of addicted and they want to run more, isn't it? Like Yes, absolutely. And and the problem nowadays as well, social media and everybody is watching what other people are doing and that they feel that they should be doing uh, a little Strava. bit more. Strava is terrible for yes. that. It's brilliant and terrible yeah. in the same But the you same have boat. to be very, in, everybody's individual. Some people can take more of a workload than others. And, you know, you just have to focus on what you can do and pass no remarks on anybody else. Run your own race, as they say. Absolutely. I do totally agree with that, you know. And that's the one thing I love about marathon running because you're actually just competing against yourself. You're not competing against anybody. Like, there could be 25,000, 40,000 lining up in the start line and it's your race. It's your time. It's you competing against yourself. And what do you get from Why the what, what does it deliver for you? What I get from running is basically, you know, when I'm training, I can sort of, focus on the thoughts of the day and maybe, you know, even if there's work stress issues, so you, you can work it out in your head. And I've, I've never come back from a run feeling worse than going for a run, you know, and I always find that it's a great release that I say, you know, nobody can email me, nobody can phone me, nobody can call me. It's my time, you know, it's, it's my space. I'm doing this for me. And uh, it's, it's just... I suppose the the goal of the three and a half hours to miss it by four seconds. Three hours, David. Three hours. Three hours. <laughs> I was gonna go there, but Katrina got to be first. <laughs> three hours. Um And and know, we were going for the sub so sub let, three. Let, let, that let's was, bring it back to that then. So we're going for the sub three in Berlin. That we was were the, going that for was the sub the plan. three and, and I suppose the bit of advice that Katrina gave me was we, we would work out what our heart rate was, what our pay, pace was, to be comfortable in it, to know that you can do it, to work within those boundaries and sort of to execute the race. And it all went according to plan till I crossed the line and I looked at the watch and we were uh, four seconds out, which was, uh, you know, it was a killer. Really. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was, um, I suppose I'm very, very competitive. And when he came in and she 
three hours and four seconds. Um, yeah, it was funny, but at the same time, it didn't take long, it long for, for us to get over it. We went for a little walk over to the grass just to... What did, you say? What, what did you say to him? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I never really do want to know. <laughs> was no, it tough, no. love? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That's, uh, that sounds very Katrina esque of something. Yeah, yes, okay. So yeah, it was, no, it was it's a bit not, of tough love. It's not for, there were a few uh, expletives in there. It, we can say it on this podcast. <laughs> okay. But, but he got a hug at the end, I hope. Yeah, so look, no, he did brilliant. Like, I mean, and he executed the race so well. Like, the splits were so, so even. And, he and it was hot. A, it was hot in Berlin this year, was it? It was yeah. like like it was it got up to twenty degrees, so that made it a little bit more difficult. But at the same time, no excuses. And um, he ran his own race. He didn't follow a pacemaker or anything like that. And with the high buildings in Berlin, he couldn't even really go by the pace. Of course, the watch. GPS would be yeah, off. Yeah, yeah so he yeah. really walked off heart rate. And, you know, so that was beneficial that we knew what the heart rates should be. But look, it's it's a funny story. And uh, and he, three three weeks later, how do you feel now about it? Because um, runners are very driven. They're very focused. They're very intense about, particularly when it's a big goal like that. No, it's unfinished business. It's going to happen. There we go. Okay. You know? yeah. um, You have to try. You have to go back and, you know, we'll, we'll go back to the drawing board and see what we can do better. And, uh, you know, who knows? I like it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. You have to, you have to keep trying and, you know, when he does, it'll be all more sweeter because uh, he has missed out by just only four seconds and, uh, you know, he's very driven and, you know, I have no doubt that he will do it and we just have to be a little bit patient as well because, um, you know, you have to give the body time to recover after marathon and then build up again. And we've lots of people listening in who will have their very first marathon coming up in a couple of days' time. Dave, what over the course of your, your running and you're running all the different races, what have you learned from an experience perspective that would make that makes the first marathon uh, easier for people listening? And what tips would you say to them in terms of, you know, because in the first one, you, you make loads of mistakes and that's kind of a good thing because you, you learn do, by doing but it. It's the most, I think the first one is the most important one because it'll dictate whether you either continue the love for running or you don't. But, uh, you know, Hydrate and fuel as you go, you know, develop your strategy, think about your race, think about what you're going to do, write out where you're going to take your gels, where you, where, what water stops you're going to stop at and, um, you know, just embrace the atmosphere, embrace the energy of the crowd. I always remember a tear came to my eye in Main Street the first time I did the marathon when you just, you hit that bridge there and, uh, you come over the canal. You do. And you feel the energy of the crowd. And if you walk that bridge on any normal day, you it feels normal. It, it doesn't even feel like an incline. Yeah. And when you run it, it's like and mile the energy, 23 you know, or four. The energy, the energy that comes from that stretch of road to the finish line, that you know you've done it. You've accomplished that goal that you thought was impossible. Um, you know, in a marathon, you know, there's, there's so many different things happen in a marathon. You have good moments, you have bad moments, you hit the wall. Everybody talks about hitting the wall. And I, I've... I've had a few marathons go really well. And like Berlin was that marathon that went really, really well to like just come the end where I got the pinch. But I've, you know, done marathons where I've hit the wall. I remember in Madrid, I dehydrated with the heat and that was a lack of experience as in the hydration plan. I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. Um, But, you know, those are key drivers in having a successful marathon is actually managing 
that time that you spend on your feet and, you know, understanding that your body needs fuel over the course of that period. It needs sustenance in, in fluid and um, just pace. Um, it's not the distance that'll get you, it's the pace. And of course, Katrina, final week leading up to the marathon. A few simple tips for people. I suppose they should never do anything new in the final week before a marathon in terms of gear, clothing. This is all about rests, preparation, getting your head right and kind of, you know, getting ready for the big day. Yes. And looking forward to it. That's the big thing. And getting plenty of sleep. Okay. Not even like rest is great, but if we can get sleep is even more important. And just put everything on hold for the final week. Whatever has to be done at home, just do the bare necessities. Um, there you have it, folks. Katrina McKiernan <laughs> said it. You permission to do the least amount possible yeah. at home. Put your feet up and recover. And, and as David said there, to have a race plan. Everybody is individual, but you should know what you're capable of doing, how you're going to get to the finish line as comfortable as possible and not to get carried away with the atmosphere because I know there's parts of the course and it's electric. So, you know, don't get carried away with that. And um, to start off, slow, you're going to be feeling great, you know, and you're going to feel this is too easy. I can push this along. But uh, just stick with your plan and your plan alone. Don't get carried away with the atmosphere and be grateful that you're able to do it. And obviously there is going to be parts of the race whereby you're going to feel a little bit tired. You're going to question yourself. The the mind is going to start playing games on you and you're going to, you know, doubt yourself. But you know, try to distract yourself. And there's many different ways of doing that. Like things like... What are your favourites when you, when you were running? Well, I suppose for me, I used to think of the people at home. I used to think of my family and all the support that I had and um, the people in, in Cavan and all around the country. And they were my driving force. And, you know, I always tell the story of my legs would be hanging off me, but it was those people that I thought about. And everybody has somebody that they can think about and somebody that has supported them along the journey. And to think about those people and that will distract you. And just, you know, things like counting to 100 and counting back down to, to zero. Or using um, trees or lampposts or bridges yes, or, yeah, yeah. you know, just, small little stepping stones. Yeah, just ticking off kilometre by kilometre and uh, thinking of all the hard work that you have done as well and all the commitment, all the dedication that you have put into to this day and uh, just visualise yourself crossing the finish line and that it was all worthwhile. Because it is easy for beginners if it's, if it's their first time to get caught up in that sense of speed at the start, isn't it? Because you feel so fresh, you come down to the event, you come down to the start line, you're revved up, you're full of nervous energy and you just go off too hard. Yes, yeah. And that's, you know, if if you ask anybody, what's the best advice you can give me? And that is it, not to start off too hard. Have your have your race plan. Know what you're going to be capable of doing as regards pacing yourself. And of course, everyone is running their own race. Don't get caught up with the person beside you or the friend or the whatever. Everyone there will bar the winner will have someone who's faster than them or slower than them. And it's all about your own individual race and whatever time you do, as opposed to, you know, it's not a competition in that regard. Absolutely. You know, and I, uh, you know, I see the joy in people's faces, whatever time they cross the line. You know, if you, if you stand at the line at Dublin Marathon and you see the people cross and just the, the sense of achievement, you know, we all have to have a sense of purpose in life. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have to have, you know, a goal. You know, I believe goals are really important, yeah. you know, and... Uh, we see it in the Blue Zone documentary that was on Netflix recently, those who live the longest 
and live the healthiest, have a clear sense of purpose. They have a reason yeah. to get out of bed in the morning. They have a real sense, a real goal and a real sense of purpose and it's very important for them. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's crucial to have those goals. Yeah, and it's, it's just important, you know, for somebody who is, and I cast my mind back to my first marathon, you know, and I, I really didn't know what to expect. I'm um, often jealous of people doing the, their first marathon mm. or the first of any race, whether it's an Ironman or a 5K. It's the first time. It's like, you, you can never capture that moment again of the nervousness, the worry, the concern mm. and the the exhilaration when you cross the line for the very first time. It's an, it's an incredible, uh, undescribable sensation. Uh, and I'm always very jealous of people who, when it's their, it's their first chance at it. I suppose another super tip I'd have for somebody running their first marathon is, you know, to have their warm clothes at the start, you know, um, yep. there's a, there's a clothes collection there. The Dublin Marathon are very good and they collect all the stuff and they repurpose the clothes. Um, bring something old, bring, bring something, something warm. Old, bring something yep. warm. Don't let yourself get cold. Bring yourself something, an emergency snack before the start. Have something to nibble on and uh, a bottle of water and, you know, just get there in plenty of time, you know, make sure you know what zone you're in, where you're going and don't and where your supporters are. Exactly. And don't leave it till the last minute. And also, I suppose, you know, make sure that your family is in a certain place at the end that you can reconnect and just pass that information on to the nearest and dearest. And yeah, um, it's crucial. Yeah. And, the last uh, big, big race I did, I, I split it into uh, zones for each family member. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit, it was a, a marathon swim and each family member got like 3K. So first one for my daughter, next one for my son, next one for my wife. And they just help to mentally break it up for you into little segments. And they make it kind of, they give you that, that, like Katrina was saying, that real sense of purpose for I'm doing it for that person or I'm doing it for my family or whatever. And, you know, just helps to break it up, especially when when things get tough. That's for sure. Dave, the very best of luck with whatever the future brings. Thanks, Carl. The seedy look in your eye and Katrina's eye lead Mm -hmm. me to believe that there's a sub three somewhere coming in the next uh, 12 months or so. Katrina, if people want to get in touch with you or follow you, where can they, where can they find you? Um, On Instagram. (laughs) Promote yourself. Come on, you're brilliant. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's what it's there for. Um, Yeah, well, I do running workshops, running classes with people and uh, yeah, no, I just love to help people and I have a couple of different groups and we have great fun and it's, you know, you were saying about a sense of purpose and it is very important to have a sense of purpose and uh, what I get enjoyment out of is just helping people and help people achieve their goals. We haven't achieved the goal yet of uh, David's sub three hours, but we will do that. Or David, he's under, he's under fierce pressure. <laughs> and it's Katrina McKiernan on Instagram, is it? So that, that, yes, that's yeah. the name of the page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Very good. Katrina, great to see you again. David, thank you, thank you for coming oh, in. You. Much appreciated. Folks, that is it for another episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you are running the marathon, the very best of luck. Start slow, build it up, finish strong. And above all, enjoy that sense of euphoria when you cross the line. It is an amazing experience and one that you're very, very lucky to do and to put all the hard work in. A very big well done to you. As ever, you know where we are at Carl Henry PT on Instagram, realhealthindependent.ie. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to rate and review and we'll see you next week. 